No one likes a hypocrite. Some of the strongest words in Scripture are directed toward religious people who say one thing and do another. The first reading and the gospel are examples. Through Malachi, God warns priests who do not keep my ways. In the gospel, Jesus describes some of the Pharisees by saying they preach, but they do not practice. Now, it's likely that many of the Pharisees meant well. They understood that God had commanded his people to be holy. Have you ever thought about how hard it is to define the word holy? Holy can be so threatening. Holy can seem unattainable. It can even project images of self-righteousness and judgmentalism. And so it seems easier to describe what holiness is not than to define what it is, but that goes in the direction of a negative bunch of rules. You know, there are some perfectionists who are so rigid because they so deeply want everything to be right, and right is judged by the way that they think about it. Beyond that, there are some people who truly want to emphasize holiness, but they do so by exalting themselves, what they do and what they don't do, and that quickly goes to hypocrisy. And so it's not that boundaries and rules are bad. You know, this is football season. Try to imagine football with no boundaries or rules. But no one likes a hypocrite. So the thing that puts boundaries and rules in proper perspective, and to continue the football analogy, would be love of the game and good sportsmanship. And a good word for these kinds of things is integrity. People respect integrity in total contrast to hypocrisy. And that's true especially in religion. And so it's refreshing to find a wonderful example of integrity in the second reading in Paul's letter to the Thessalonians. Paul had opponents who tried to make him out as a hypocrite. But Paul was not that kind of man. Later in this same letter, he urges his readers to embrace his own standard. He says, abstain from every form of evil. The Apostle Paul did not even take what he could have legitimately received for doing his ministry. Later he would write to the Corinthians that an apostle had every right to be maintained, to be kept as he did ministry. But Paul writes to the Thessalonians and he says, No, we work night and day in order not to burden any of you while we proclaim to you the gospel of God. There's one loose translation of this that says, day and night we work so that our preaching of the gospel might not cost you a penny. Paul's way of living was so entwined with that of the gospel. He so modeled Jesus that his life was an expression of the gospel 
and that is Christian integrity. The Thessalonians were able to see a picture of the Heavenly Father through Paul. He says, we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children, encouraging, comforting, and urging you to live lives worthy of God. Because one goal of Christian life is to model who God is. And as we do that, the Lord builds his church. One of the biggest impediments to integrity is when we try to appear better than we are. That's why Jesus criticized the Pharisees. You know, we're not here to impress each other. In the gospel, Jesus says that the way to be great is to be a servant. And then Jesus tells us why that's so. Because every one of us live under one Father. And we are all just brothers and sisters. And so we need to walk humbly before God. And whenever our thoughts turn to who might be watching us, to remember that first of all, we all live under the gaze of our Lord. All the time, God is calling us to love him. Each one of us, with our gifts and even our weaknesses, he calls us to serve him in our respective places. St. Augustine once condensed this to a simple sentence. He said, love God and then do what you will. When we do that, Through the grace and strength of Jesus, our lives begin to model consistency and love and faithfulness, and that is one of the very best ways that we can evangelize, because the world is hungry for people who show integrity. So listen again to these words from St. Paul. We were determined to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our very selves as well. That is the Christian character of integrity.